Candle Coven. I'm Elena. And I'm Jocelyn from Bijou Candles. And And this this is is the Candle Candle Coven Coven Podcast. Let's light some candles, get cozy, and talk at it. I have to paint, I have to paint this picture for the listener that Elena and I are. Get your paintbrushes, bitch. (laughs) Elena and I are laying together on the couch, a la the grandparents (laughs) from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. (laughs) And we literally, (laughs) Elena goes, I want to lay down. And I went, should we 69? (laughs) And we just... You know, or like what grandparents. Is is grandparents and on the couch. on the couch. So we're like laying down, holding the microphones, which is honestly, this is how it was meant to be done. I think. Yeah, I think sitting down is like so terrible. I don't think we're meant to sit down that much. No, I don't like. I I like to be laying down. I feel like we're either meant to be like laying down and then standing up. Okay, I have a question for you. And then squatting. You know, like when you go to people's houses and like they're their sitting rooms or like living rooms, dens, whatever you have. Yeah. When the things that they sit on, you can't lay down on. I don't get that. Oh, and you're like, how do you relax? Like, <laughs> is there like a hidden room somewhere with like fucking lazy boys? I don't get it. Like who hangs out in here? You just sit. Well, like it's the 1800s. Yeah. It's the sitting room. I mean, at least they had a chaise lay down. Why don't yeah, they do are- have like a day, a David. I just want everybody to know that when I'm watching TV, which is a lot of the time, I am laying down. Yeah, like I want my living room, like the first room that you see when you come to my house to look like Khloe Kardashian's like movie room. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like no windows. I don't understand Just like wall to wall deep couches. I like to be as close to death as possible. Yeah, take me right there. <laughs> take me to Kirch. <laughs> <laughs> I also like don't go to people's houses. Yes, you do sometimes. I have not been to someone's house in so long. You know when you someone you go to someone's house and they have like a really nice couch and you're like, we can be really good friends. Yeah, our house. <laughs> I don't know anyone's couch who's comparable to our couch. That's why I don't ever. I know some leave. people with decent couches. Yeah, but it's not our couch. I mean, this is my my couch. Like <sighs> holds all my farts. It, secret. What? It's the vault. No, no one's gonna want to come over here and sit in your fart couch now. Great. I just want to let everybody know that <laughs> there couldn't be further from the truth because this psycho is obsessed with cleaning and vacuuming. No, that's true. She will. She cleans this couch. It's, show, it's a you know, it's a floor model um, now, but it's like it's brand new. Oh, you mean like it's it's a floor model because it's been out, but you can still sell it. Yeah, <laughs> you actually could. She takes the couch apart. We call it whisking the couch, which is a reference to Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, which is one of the most referenceable movies mm. of all time. Uh-huh. So, like, I think it's part of, like, my right the lexicon that, that I use every 24 hours. Um, but she'll whisk the couch, which is, like, this is a really big modular sofa. So there's, like, a bunch of pillows and parts to it. She will take off each pillow and whisk it, like, mm. fluff it up I, and like, vacuum it. it. I punch it. And then by the time she's done, it looks like it just got delivered here. Thank you. It's brand. I appreciate it. And I even like wash the covers. No, you're so good. Like Elena makes sure everything we sit on and lay on is clean. She washes the sheets to our bed twice. No, I'm like crazy because I've been like this since I was a kid. When I get something new, I want to keep it new forever. Like the signs of wear and tear, like make me so anxious. Like I would like, for example, 
when I got my first pair of Shacknosis. <laughs> Wait, how like old were you? Elementary. I think I was like fifth grade. Uh huh. And you were like five ten. Yeah, I like was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I. Uh, my mom is five five, and I think I outgrew her when I was in like second grade. Wow, that's wild. I know. I was all, and I've always been like a size ten men's. Were you always like the tallest kid in your class? Yeah. In yeah, high school, there were some boys taller than me, but yeah. I was for the most part like you were like tall, a tall girl. Yeah, that's what. I, uh, yeah, I You're was Megan the Stallion. Hell yeah, a stallion. <laughs> I bet Megan the Stallion can squat like three hundred pounds. Oh Easy. yeah, she's like pure muscle. Pure muscle. Uh, what was I saying though? Oh yeah, my shacknosis. Yes, you like to keep things new. So as, if you recall, yes, they are black and white. Of course, but that's the gnosis. Yeah, and like I just need to keep that shit so fresh. Like, but I and I. <laughs> I actually bought one to keep on ice in like oh fifth grade because I was so like worried about fucking them up. Oh, that is exactly you. You are so that. I, I've been like this forever. And you know what's so funny about you is like you're like that, but you'll also like lose stuff. I have no idea where anything is. You like will lose things. Oh, yeah. Like even like my most pr- prized possessions I will lose. I have. I mean, I know where all your stuff is. I have to. How about I lost my wedding ring last year or oh, this year? Then it was like one of the few moments the last I year. Wasn't, I have no idea. Yeah, last year. One of the few moments I wasn't with you and you managed to lose your goddamn. I was at the gym. <laughs> Tell them what you did. I took it off to like do some gym stuff and put it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Mistake number one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> we, think, <laughs> we think you accidentally threw it away. Probably. <laughs> And I looked everywhere for them. Like and the I said a prayer to St. Anthony's. But here's the thing. <laughs> I realized it was gone like 10 minutes later. Yeah. And it was just like gone from it the gym. Gone. Like in the same workout. I looked everywhere. Like yeah. someone like took it or I threw Somebody, it away. Yeah. But some, I probably threw it away. Yeah. Like who wants someone's wedding ring? Right. It's probably worth like. What do you even. Ho- like it's like when they sell it to you. It's like this is $300. Yeah. And when you like want to hawk it. It's 20 bucks. Seriously. What's the truth? What are we these ha- lies about jewelry? <laughs> Remember when we took my ring to that appraisal place? It was like a oh, that place yeah. in Portsmouth that like sells yeah. antique jewelry and they like appraise it too. Right. And we asked them about this ring that like I inherited, I guess, on my dad's side. Mm-hmm. And they were able to tell us that it was like from Slovakia. Like, this is gold from Slovakia. <laughs> And we like, were like, yes, it is. They were like, this is a beautiful piece. It's like solid gold. Da, 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 da. I'll give you 75 bucks right. for it. <laughs> and I was like, mm, I'm going to have to think like, about that. Gotta go. <laughs> and then the, the silver bracelet I wanted to buy was like $500. Oh, my God. Molly is on some shit She tonight. is about and about. Is she okay? I think, I think she just, you know, guys, it rained here today. So she didn't get as many walks in. And I think she just like. She wants it to be spring so She's bad. She's 15. Can she, like, take a nap? No. She can't be seen to That's nap. It's unbelievable. Um, just so the Candle Coven is aware, this is a and a episode with some <laughs> awesome topics. Once again. Hey, they know. You all yeah. know. We're, we have some awesome stuff coming, but you know what? These are fun, too. We talk about all the uh, yeah, same like stuff that we these. would anyways. <laughs> um, but we got some really good topics. I'm excited. And I think we should just like, oh, should I do the candle of the day quickly? Yeah. And it seems to me <laughs> you live your life like the candle of the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you the Bernie Topin or, oh, or the Elton yeah, John? Yeah, the Topin. You are? I love that. Yeah, I'm definitely Elton John. Yeah, no question. The glasses? Come on. The, with the glasses? 
several <laughs> pairs. All right. Um, so we're uh, burning the Hermione tall votive candle today. Yes, we are. We just felt like, you know what? It's Tuesday. I want to feel Tuesday, studious. Tuesday. It's 2-2-2 two, 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 two. And for me, when I want to feel grounded as a Capricorn, woodsy ass yeah. smell. I'm a woodsy bitch. Yeah, you are. Getting I, your hands dirty. At the heart of it, I am... I'm going to become a plant, which I know it. I can feel it. I'm yeah. really good at growing inch plants. Like, I know exactly That's what it. type of person you would be, like, in the wilderness. You like have, a like, midwife? A little, <laughs> like a little cottage. Yeah, like a midwife. <laughs> where you just, like, had some stew boiling all like, day. Give like, it, I got it. It would look like the fucking uh, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> the, uh, you mean something that a bunch of people are scared of? I mean, some find it scary. Some find it cozy. Do you want to know what? Being... In a, in a, living in a society where they don't come to, you know, kill you, having a little air of witchy mystery around you could be considered the very first form of ADT, which is <laughs> personal security for your home. And I think it's like that, a picture of a black cat. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, can't go there. She's a witch woman. I know it. <laughs> don't go there. She'll eat your tongue. I don't know what this accent is. It's like transatlantic Puritans. That's how Zachary Binks talks. <laughs> Zachary, Zachary Binks. Hey, I'm Zachary. <laughs> Wowza. <laughs> Bats in this too. <laughs> oh, Sam and Jessica. Um, let me tell you about the Hermione candle. Oh, uh, uh, yes. So Hermione's from the Coven Collection. Collection of witches just for you. Your hand holding the mic. So You're laughing at my hand. Jocelyn has the tiniest little hands. Is it like watching a hamster hold something? Yes. I have I have like the smallest hands, like it's like not nice. No, it's so funny. Honey, I shrunk the hands. I think it I would consider it genetically impolite. <laughs> you, can't, you can't hold on. There's a few things that they did to me, my DNA strands, that you I'm know like, what, excuse though? you. You know how you would hang from something though? What? Like a trapeze artist. Yeah. You've got some gams. Well, I'm a legs girl. Yeah, you're a legs girl. Legs first. <laughs> um, so the Hermione <laughs> Hermione Cedar and Time. So this is the Why you punish me. <laughs> such a pain in the ass. <laughs> I was playing at the fucking pharmacy you, the other day. I cannot believe you're digressing again. <laughs> and the pharmacist sing along. No. <laughs> to time? Yes. No. <laughs> she was like, time. Why you punish me? You cannot casually then, sing that song. And then she goes, Hootie, right? <laughs> Is it Hootie? Yeah. Yeah, that's Hootie. And the Blowfish. Remember that time of music? Oh, I love it. Remember Blessed Union of Souls? Oh, yeah. Remember, like, fucking Collective Soul? All the souls. All the souls. Um, okay, so the Hermione candle. Here is a set breakdown. The spell has been cast. Wow. <laughs> Cedar, sandalwood, and pine with a pinch of thyme, a touch of eucalyptus, and a drop of patchouli. It just smells so good. Though. It really does. It's, it smells like um, a campfire, but that, that mm -hmm. campfire you bought it at Barney's, and oh. it's herbally. And it's just like luxurious, like a luxurious campfire with like an herb moment. Uh -huh. It's very it. soothing and it's really good. You can mix uh, Hermione with almost any candle. Totally. Because it's like a very base note heavy scent. Mm -hmm. So it's not super strong, but you get like these like beautiful wafts of cedar and then like the thyme at the top. 
when you like mix it with other candles, it adds like a nice like woodsy base, moment. A nice base. You're so good at talking about the candles. Thanks. You really like paint a scene. You know what? I really like it. A mise-en-scene. I really, I'll tell you what. I love the candles. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like doing work and I'll be like so balls deep in something that I'm like, how did I Some get here? Yes. And then all of a sudden I look over at my babies and I go, I love you guys. She really does. I love She them. actually does that. No, I get like emotional about the candles. That's so cute. When we like finally like get a full collection together and uh, the scent is right and the name feels right and like everything's ready. Uh-huh. I get excited yeah it's like going out on the runway it's i just love them because at that point i i get to the point where i've seen every version of it that i didn't like yeah and i'm like finally it's how i want it the way jocelyn works too it's like um when we first start working on something she's like just like upset and then until we get it (laughs) and then we get it and she's like we got it like when it's not the got it one like she's like really how would you like, describe, like, I get mad at it. Yeah. It's like this, I, it's honestly like a coping mechanism for having ADHD. Uh-huh. Because I, in order to, like, hyper-focus on something, I need to get enough dopamine up. Right. So in order for me to solve a problem, I have to get mad at it. Fair and enough. we've had, Elena and I have had a lot of conversations because at first I was like, I'm not mad at you. I'm attacking this problem like it's, like, a war. Like, you're on my side. Uh-huh. So just get mad with me. At, at the thing. And then I think we figured it out together. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, I've just been like that since I was little. Look at us. Like, when I clean, when I clean, no growth. Hashtag no growth 2022. I, at least I can communicate it. I and know, I know right? what I'm doing. And, and I, and as long as I can get it up enough and I can just be funny about it, uh-huh. like, I was like, what a stupid, that's a stupid label. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can make a joke about it, but I can't, I have to figure it out. Yeah. Like something I'll be like, how does that look? I like it. And they'll be like, I like, hate it. I fucking hate it. You have to like um <laughs> Da Vinci code it. I have to. You have to open what's it called? The triptych? Yeah. You have to like it's a triptych? Triptych? Comment below. Da Vinci? <laughs> Wait, who was I talking to? <laughs> who was I talking to when they were they were like, oh, it was it Kelly? <laughs> when he's like, when you say comment below, you, like, where am I supposed to comment? You're you're kidding, right? And I was like, yeah, it's I'm kidding. <laughs> but like, comment below, though. I mean, if we are all the universe, right? Just like think about it. Like every, like also like send me a DM. That's what I, like just like Many comment people below do. in your own mind. Like make a make a mark to yourself. Yeah, like sense? comment below. Like send me a message about it. You want to talk about it more? Or or also mention that, yeah. yeah, like well, people do. Yeah, they should. You well, know, I, I have, can I tell you what's a a big thing that we connect uh, connect with with a lot of the candle coven? Huh. A lot of people do not like Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh my God! Thank God. I have to say that we are. Low key running a Lin Man Miranda support group through our oh, um, should we DMs. get like a change.org petition going? <laughs> okay, here's, no, here's but people uh, here's, send me the funniest Lin Manuel like hating stuff, and it's so funny. Here's my platform. I have this thing where I think that certain people should be tarred and feathered in oh, a public square. My God, Elena, I think we should bring that back, like not in a painful way, just like something embarrassing. So wait, you mean just like and by tarred, maybe not tarred. Sure, maybe so just like, like um, what happened to the guy in Home Alone, right? Okay, where that he, seems kind of painful. It, that, Do you want that part to be wasn't painful, painful or he, embarrassing? No, the part where he got covered in feathers. Yeah, wasn't but the painful. tar is he got covered tar- in like glue, not uh, yeah, tar. Yeah, that's right. Okay, tar. but specifically <laughs> in in Columbus Circle in front of Trump Tower, I think. 
Okay. Ramona Singer should be tarred and feathered. Okay. And I think Lynn manuel Miranda should be tarred and feathered. Okay. That's a solid duo. So, uh... That's like your, um... Should, like, you hate duo the most. Like, my... I fucking hate them. Yeah. I love Ramona, though. So but that, I just think that her behavior, she deserves that. Her behavior is out of, out of hand. Yeah. Out of... Out of pocket, as the I, children I say. I read that only she and Luann were coming back. Which well, is like... Like, to where? Right. <laughs> To to where? To the Regency. To the Regency. Yeah. Tell me it's to not buy about like $17 champagnes. Tom, I know. I was like, what I want in a glass with champagne <laughs> in a glass with one ice cube. What was it? Muddle the mint in the glass. It's, I have a sexy body. Men love my body. That's what she's that's what she's doing. And then I was like, daughter- <laughs> yeah. And I heard a man's voice and it was Luann. (laughs) Deadpan. Oh my God. Should we do some of the um, topics? Yeah, I did want to like. Hot topics. I did want to talk about something. I don't know if this is one of the questions. By all means. I like need to talk about euphoria. Let me just see if there's any euphoria centric moments in here. No. (laughs) You may proceed. <laughs> I just like, can we talk about it? Oh my god! First of all, it's like the main cultural I, phenomenon that we have. I think, I it's, think, right I think now. it's better than the first season. I don't even remember the first season. This is riveting. I, it's like the best thing on TV right now. I think Zendaya has exhibited acting the likes of like Meryl Streep yeah. level, like I, I, and like Sydney Sweeney too, and all of them, all of them. But like specifically Zendaya, like. Yeah. I almost think it's maybe beyond Meryl. I know if that's I don't, sacrilege. It I, is. I won't hear it. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, when, you, I guess like once you hit a, think a about level, the body you're just of on work. that level. Yeah. It's like they're at the same vibration, maybe. I, I think that like they actually is doing, can get better is the point. No, she's perfect. Yeah. She has been unbelievably good. Yeah. Like, beyond, wow. Un, unreal. Wow. I don't know how she is doing this. Like, she must... Have to go to like some sort of retreat afterwards. I and mean, like do a, a whole soul. She manages soul to be so funny too. I know she's very charming. She's got it. Yeah, damn. Zendaya's a su- she's one name you bitch. Oh yeah, she's a one namer. You How? know what else too? Hmm. Executive producer credit on Hell that show. Yes, I'd love to see it. Those Nickelodeon kids. Some uh, of them. She's know Nickelodeon, right? Or Is she Disney or, or Disney? Nick? One of those. I think she's a Disney. Yeah, you might be right. Comment below. <laughs> I just love it too. I think it's really good. Um, now, was this show for kids or? It's, it's for kids by kids. It's not. Um, it's Skins 10.0. It's Skins on, I don't even know what level. I know. I, it, everything about it is so, I don't know like if they decided this time to just make it like so artsy and it's, like, it's, it's like beautiful. Filmmaking. Oh my God, the play? Yes. Oh my, it was spoiler like Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the most recent episode of Euphoria, spoiler alert. Like the level of it is like a modern day. Like you know how they used to do those old. I mean, well, you, know, you know what it is. I it's, have no it's, idea. It's like, on film. They f- yeah, exactly. Which I think is what gives it that like velvety richness. But you know, like those old timey movies too that are like the sets move in and out, and it's like yes. Gene Kelly type shit. Oh my like god, the colors are like beautiful. Beautiful. It's like it's a like, modern day version of that. They just did the play episode, and it was like one of the most creative things yeah. I have ever seen. The the fucking dance sequence, the gay oh locker room God. dance sequence. Unbe- like, that is so fucking funny. I was screaming. 
If only we had seen that. In it our was time. it was nice to see. I mean, like, and that's what everyone thinks about those guys, right? right. It's just like, are we going to just say the thing? Like, they, do Let's they know that we all lying. think that? I don't. I don't know. It's so homoerotic. It's extremely. I I don't know. And it's so true. They all I just mean, like worship the penis. It's very much like this is what I always say, and I always say this. We are still living in the Holy Roman Empire. Oh, a thousand it's percent. It's extremely, you know, the the what are they called the Fla- fights, the gladiators. the gladiators. I mean, look at the NFL and the glad. And then it was just very homoerotic then. It's homoerotic now. Yep. And you know, can we can we also talk? So yeah, we be, we're loving Euphoria. Um, I also just like loved what Maddie said so much. Yes, where she was like talking about how everyone just thinks they're stupid. So like. Why not just? Yeah, everyone feels do stupid doing everything. <laughs> yeah. Just like do whatever you want. Have confidence. I love it. I know Maddie's the best, and Cassie's the worst. Oh my god, she's the worst. But I love her. She is literally like the antithesis of like what I believe as a woman. Yeah, she's. <laughs> like, I mean, it's horrifying the things that come out of her Horrifying the things that I and like the it's things that awful. she does. But the acting and the performance is so good. Yeah, she's so funny. She, how and, is she like, so funny? Uh, she. She makes she me pulls, laugh. She, I laugh out loud. Yeah. Her performance is really well done. Yeah. Because she makes it so that she's she's honestly being a horrific bitch. Yeah, she is. But she makes it in a way where you're like, oh, Cassie. Yeah. Like, she's like just, she like, just like, can't help, help herself. herself. Yeah. Yes. She just gets in her own it way. It feels and like so um, pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. And it's really honest. Yeah. Because it's like somebody, you know, she's so desperate. Yeah. It's sad. Oh, my God. And Lexi had to make a whole play about her boobs, basically. I mean, yeah, that's like how how much of your shit is like rooted in stuff like that? Just I like think that we the are the smallest all... little like, oh, it's like my sister's tits are the reason why I can't like X, Y, and Z. I mean, there's like the most random shit from right? our childhoods that like shouldn't have been significant because of like the weight of the world. It's right. not that bad, but because it happened at a moment where our brain couldn't handle it. Right. It like now made that pathway. Right. Now we're weird. Exactly. And now my food can't touch. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are the things. So funny. My food can touch, though. I'm fine with food touching. <laughs> and like, I don't really have much experience personally with like addiction and things like that, but I feel like it's giving a pretty real portrayal uh-huh. and it's not like glamorizing it in like a Hollywood way at all. Right. Like, I don't think that I read something where people were afraid it was glorifying drug use. Oh, I think it, like it does. Dare? Yeah, maybe. But I found that it, it portrays the complete opposite. Yeah. It's I think awful. It's, it looks awful. I think that like it's honest. I and think like, that scene, like <clears throat> that whole episode that everyone was talking about with like Rue's episode fl- yeah, with her mom. Mm-hmm. That was like incredible it felt so real because it was like rue was getting so exasperated like you could see her having like a panic attack yeah. and i thought Sunday, i was like this is so unbelievable right i'm raw on i you guys this is like corny as shit to say but it was raw honest emotion i was yeah. gutted yeah it was gut- i yeah. felt like i was in that house having that like family crisis with them right it was and wild. like this little sister it was yes it was bad. And the like whole show you was choreographed like amazingly. It was. You went right on that journey along with her. It was wild. Yeah. It I haven't been it, it's effective. I like hope she I does think it one, about it. Does all it week. in one take. I think about it all week too. Right? I can't I really love it. It went from being a show that I was like, oh my god, Euphoria, let's go see like some fun eyeliner. Right. What are they wearing? To being like a show where I'm like, oh my god, right, like, like riveted. Like the episode with the dad. 
Riveting. And like when he came home and like took that piss on the floor. Oh my God. And revealed himself for who he was and like called out the rest of the family for right. who they were. And yeah. it just like pulls back the the blinders of like societal norms and like keeping up with the Joneses and the patriarchy mm-hmm. of like we're everyone's just like acting these roles out for what? Mm-hmm. Like no one's happy. Like this guy's like an abusive drunk asshole who drives drunk every fucking night. Right. And like and is closeted is, right. and like enraged about it. Right. Like, and for what? Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> That's like not even it's that. It's not even like a thing. Like th- like some fake stuff. What did I just read? I read something recently that the gist of it was like the worst thing that we can do and what we do is we uphold the laws and rules of men from the 18th century right. or something. <laughs> and they were, uh, they took them <clears throat> from the men before them. Right. Like we're upholding rules of, of long dead people. Well, imagine if we were still reading by candlelight, which I encourage because it's very nice. Yes. But you know, you know what I mean? Like we've right. all, we've evolved like, technologically. We to, like everything else needs right. to catch up with it. We like, that's the thing, the thing that's okay. So I'm having, this goes right into a conversation that I want to talk about. I, <laughs> I'm having this issue with the two people that I have to be have to be to live in the world that we live in. Right. The two people within you. Yeah. And like the dichotomy between the two of them has become such that it's hard to grapple with. Is it like um, Venom and like Spider-Man? Like you have the internal mm, Venom? Yeah. No, it's more like, like it's more like the way that I feel at the core in a vacuum of myself uh-huh. and then the way that I have to be and believe in action in the real world. Right. So like I genuinely look at like lots of these rules and laws and the history and like why it exists. And I'm just like, it's so arbitrary. Why are we all prisoners to the people that came before us that aren't even here? Uh-huh. Why do we, why are we so married to things like that? And like, you know, you know how I feel about stuff. I just right. think like everything is made up and we well, really should. True. And we should be just like out picking mushrooms and eating berries, staring at the stars mm-hmm. and like feeling at one with the universe. We should and be each other. and each other because that's the the gift of being a human being is that with consciousness and the use of language is that we get to experience being the universe and having this way to like be with each other. But that's and, the question. It's like, what are we because like we're just the we universe. Have consciousness but then also like it's a it's almost like as exactly as you describe it we're constantly at odds with our animal selves that yes because so like yes exactly nature it's it of itself is is savage like you know right. everything gets killed everything is gets eaten at prey and prayed and blah 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 like the like, cycle weirdly of like that doesn't even like nature in its natural form feels so much more beautiful to me than yeah but there's still like hunters and prey right but like and hunter, survival. it depends on like like the human being the as a hunter is not it's not the same thing but like literally everything just comes down to survival right so and like that's our human brain is just like surviving well exactly and, and, like, and at what cost so you like know? the dichotomy for me is like the spirit self the self that is just like, what are we doing? This right. is so stupid. And then the self that's like, I have to figure out a way to live with yeah, to get c- the numbers on the screen to go higher so I can like, I can be comfortable yeah. and take care of myself and people I love and not hate myself while right. I do it. Because like 
it's wild to me that like capitalism and like that need to like get to the top and like uh resource guard like a billionaire right is also human nature yeah so it's like, like the, but there's, there's the thing two though, like, sides of, of being and a human person. nature is also should be regulating like society's behavior like without i mean like indigenous cultures are are better at like communal mm-hmm. like regulation of people's behavior do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. they're not all it hasn't always been like incarceration and punishment for someone in the society who like acts out or like hurts someone else like there are other ways that people dealt with them it has i I would actually say there are societies in the world throughout the history of man that have had that right like there are people like but not all of them no i'm saying that like People can govern themselves differently. Yeah. And but we do govern each other like in society as humans in society. Yeah, because I guess we're pack animals. No, but like because of how our government and politics have evolved and the economy, like we are not governing these people. They're governing us. Right. Like we normally you you correct that kind of behavior. If there's a dog in a pack that's hoarding all the shit. Right. Someone like they correct it. it. Right. This isn't normal. Yes. They're being they're being allowed to do this. Right. Because the way that that's what I'm saying. We're a different kind of predator. That's the point that I'm I'm saying is like we, you know, enslave each other Mm -hmm. in so many ways all the time. But but as a means to an end. As a means to resource guard in a way. And we resource guarded so hard that we made people resources. Right. Exactly. People were property. Yes. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So like get rid of us. Right. We're the worst. And like the fact that I have a a a really strong like my core who I really feel like I am. I just look at all this and I'm like I can't believe we have to exist in this these confines. Right. Anyways, that shit is what gets me fucked up. And then And don't even get me started with the misogyny of it. Right. Oh, misogyny is the root of everything. It makes me it makes me so angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people realize how prevalent and constant and in our DNA it is. Like really, I think a lot of people are like, well, yeah. you know, women's rights and internalized misogyny is you know, legit. women in the workforce, we have a woman vice president. No. Like whatever. No. That's like Here's the thing, Elena. It's still in the patriarchal system. Exactly. You can't, (laughs) if there's equality, the system then needs to be rebuilt with equality. Right. It's like just because they're allowing you to sit at the table, it's still their table. If a woman steps into a system that is created for a specific white guy, probably. Yes. She will never, ever, ever reach true equality in that system. Right. Because the system is not built with her hand in hand. Right. We need to rip the whole thing apart. Yeah. That's I'm and that's for and it. those kinds Smash of the, patriarchy. the thing is like okay great what what how can it's such a big problem it's everywhere yeah it's a it's everywhere it's metastasized oh it's yeah everywhere it's, no it's like it's, it's terminal yeah it's, it's terminal, terminal. It's, it's more than the body this is it's what it is it. that wow this is getting really intense but like this is the thing these are the things that i think about where oh, i'm yeah. just like, this is like i'm a constant playlist in the i'm, back of my I'm head. literally just like you know you run a diagnosis on, right. and you're like you know what it's everywhere yeah it's everywhere like think about like anytime i watch something that's not like queer content mm-hmm. i'm always like prepared to hear something that's going to enrage me right or just like watching these shows like love is blind just like hearing yeah. how oh my god these, oh like, my god you these guys people operate Ugh. is like so like the antithesis of like what i feel and believe right 
it just makes me so angry. There's some just of the like, rhetoric that like the way men talk about women on the daily and the way that women like refer to themselves or think what their wor- worth right. is. It is hard to watch. And it's hard. It's yeah. painful. It's just like, wow, you guys, these gender roles that you are continuing to hammer into each other are right. so harmful to both of you. Right. And it's, it is. It's hard to watch. It's really. And, uh, and I, yeah. I'm like, we know better than this. Like we information is here to know better than this. Like it, it's we have to just stop the cycle of. Yeah. But it's it is. It's everywhere. It's in every it's system. In everything. It's just crazy. And so that's why I've been thinking about stuff like that. And then I had to watch the movie Arrival. Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys. I have watched w- it in theaters and we haven't watched it since. So it was like 2016. Yes. And I lo- I cried. I loved it. Oh, and it's so it's like, I think, top five for me, maybe. I've even. just yeah, I recently just been in that kind of mood where I'm just like thinking about focusing on the universe, <laughs> you yeah. know what yeah, I'm always yes, talking yes, about. Yes, yes. And it like, what are we? Where are we? What is this? Why is this? I think what's top, what's top of mind for us right now is like. Uh, like obviously we perceive time linearly right big time conversations and just like trying to understand as best as we can the what time looks like not to the human brain right in in actuality right yeah and like i mean i guess the closest thing i can think of is like the record analogy right where like a record is spinning on the table or on the on the thing on the record player and like where you are is like where you you put the needle Mm -hmm. but like everything else is still spinning Mm-hmm. But like you're just hearing that part that's playing. Interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Kind of. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so we watched Arrival about it. Yeah, we did. And I loved it again. So good. I cried again. I like completely forgot it too. Yeah, me too. Thank- I want to thank my Prosecco brain for giving me right? the gift of basically watching Arrival for I the know. first time. <laughs> Prosecco brain. <laughs> so you stop drinking Prosecco and then three years later you're like, why is I space? And also space. Oh my god! Right? Outer space. Me, a person. Where, where do I sit in you my body? You stop drinking, and you're like, "Why was I? Why am I up so upset about 1994?" <laughs> <laughs> right? Was it the Olympics? So, that was 96. 96. I never know what years are. That's uh, one of the 96 things. 96 Atlanta Olympics. Never. For, I was like fucking hot fire. I remember they um, ran one of the tort torches down a, I was gonna use a wicked mass accent torches. there and I stopped myself Please. they ran one of the torches down Bolton Street <laughs> they did it went right by our Who house some guy with a torch I think there's like about uh, 800 poorly shot poorly framed photos that my sister and I took of somebody no way. running down the end of the street you guys went to pictures yeah everybody was standing so like cheering them on was it so exciting? It must have been. It must have been fun. But it's oh, over it, now. Yes. Yep, just over. Um, should I get to a topic? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Can you believe the Olympics just happened and like no one watched it? Yeah, what? <laughs> What's happening? Like how annoying is Russia, by the way? Oh, can they not? Like you're going to like make your figure skaters like so upset, abuse them, yeah. make them not be excited to win a gold medal and right. then invade the Ukraine? Like, or Ukraine, excuse me. Yeah, like. I'm sorry. Can you just like cool it? Cool it. God. Should we just, can you imagine? <laughs> you know what? Vladimir, <laughs> just cool it. All right, buddy. Do you think that's how they, you know do you what think that's you, how presidents talk to each other? Yeah. What if you went up to him and you grabbed his arm and pulled him close and you're like, you better fucking stop it. Oh my like, God. Wait. Yeah. No, I did yeah, that yeah, to our did. friend. You I, did it to me. I did it to 
<laughs> so wait, Elena and um I and our friend Patricia, we went for brunch and then we were just like um going to like little shops that were in the neighborhood that we went to brunch in and Elena like dropped something. I like knocked over a, a box of like matches. Ma- or it was like not not a big deal. But like I went over to her and I grabbed her arm. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I just can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think it's so funny. It's so funny to do. <laughs> I was like, you stop it. Like, stop it right now. And like kind of grabbed her arm. And I was like, I'm going to go do that to Patricia. And I went up to her. I was like, Patricia, do you remember this from childhood? And I was like, cut it out right now. I will walk out of here like I don't know you exist. And she was like cracking up. And I was like, everyone had that moment in oh, like a trinket so store yeah. where their mother went, what you <laughs> and uh, uh, one time was enough oh yeah I could, all they had to do was give me a look yeah I like kind of knew not to touch anything yeah when I, was like, I wasn't like a problem like that me neither I wanted no I wanted very little problems oh, as yeah. a kid From I was the second I was born I was uh, just like yeah nope. like the second you were born you came out you're like you know what I'm not trying to cause any trouble here right I'm keeping to myself keep yeah please allow me to wear what I'm wearing yes <laughs> Which is like basically all I thought about was like, please let me wear all that. Don't yes. look at me. Yep. It's big for you to be decorated how you want it. You yeah, like, like a crab. You want to have your crab shell nice and cute. I like my decorations. Did I even ask a question yet? No, please. My God. You're getting one. Yeah, let me get one. Okay, so someone literally just asked about um, Olympics and figure skating meltdown. Their thoughts on it. Oh. It's so sad, right? It makes me really sad because I think that the Olympics are, they need to be completely revamped. It's really outdated. Do we need them? See, that's the question. What about like, I don't know. I do think that like sports Do we need sports? I I know. I don't know. Competitive sports, you mean? Right. Here's the thing, like... You competitive could, sports is fun, but like it's... throw out like, okay, college sports I, I find to be very problematic. Yeah, because it's like monetizing it's, yes. it and yeah, it's weird. And then, like, in return, they get, like, you know, an education. Right, right, right. Which is, like, less and less valuable every year. Right. It's, like, what's the exchange, actually? Like, I'm giving you my body in the best years of my life. And it's, you know, like... Yeah, you know, exactly. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think that competitive sports, it's a good idea. It's, like, good sportsmanship. Right. Which is, like, not doping, not abusing people. Uh Uh-huh. You know, basic shit yeah but when it starts to be like you're killing yourself and you're now putting yourself and your children in a situation where they're unsafe this is not right right here here's my thing about pretty much everything that's going on right Mm -hmm. like it's hard for me to like enjoy these things that we've enjoyed for our whole lives Mm -hmm. anymore because I have reached a point where I'm just like, are we really spending money on this? Oh, yeah. Big time. Yes. Like, uh, my my so account fi, is like in the red. The SoFi yeah. uh, right, Stadium. Right. So if I see like my my account is in the red. Yeah. And like I got a big bill coming up. Right. That could potentially um make my house explode if I like don't pay it. Right. But I'm going to go like buy some fucking sports gears like. Why am I doing? Why are we spending money on this shit? Oh, you mean like how expensive it is to do sports? No, how expensive it is to broadcast and like set oh, up yes. the Olympics and like. Yep. I understand that it's like tourism, but not really during COVID. Like, right. The the benefits to a city don't quite feel the same. Right. And no. like, for what? 
these people seem fucking miserable. Yeah, they there was a lot of negative press around the Olympics this year. In my I mean, opinion, that's like it, there was nothing. It just felt sort of like sad. It felt sad. And then there was like all this controversy about what was her name? Like Elaine Cho, mm-hmm. which was just like, is, I don't know about it. What was that one? Wait, which one? She was she's American and she competed for China because she's Chinese. But like, is she's she, like half Chinese. But like like her parents are from China. Her, I think her mom or dad were was is Chinese. OK. And I think she competed for China for some because she wanted to. And uh, it was like a big deal. OK, I don't care. Who fucking cares? Why is everybody so mad? Everyone is so mad about everything all the time. And some things people should be mad about. Some things they should. And it's not the right thing. And it's yeah. probably the wrong nuanced yep. take on yep. it. And that's all. I'm going to leave it at fucking yep. that. And um, back to the drawing board. Let's yeah, get it, was, it. Uh, it was not fun to watch those Olympic scenes no. of those the girls getting really upset and being it sad. Hurt my, it hurt me a lot. Yeah. I don't like to see that. And they, yeah, they don't seem like they, they I, are fed it, enough. It made me feel sick. Yeah. It made me, yeah, it made me feel unwell. It reminded me of that SVU episode. Yes, the gymnastics one. Yeah. And like something about like uh, kneeling on rice. Yeah, like abuse stuff. Yeah. So um, that's not good. Yeah. Okay, wait, here's something really fun. I want to hear you both play a little game of would you rather. (laughs) First of all, what a great idea. Okay, thank you for that. One of my favorite would you rather moments. (laughs) No, no, no. Like early on in our relationship, no, I'm so. We were like delirious, oh laying in bed, and we were playing "Would You Rather," and Jocelyn goes, "Would you rather be a baby or eat a T-shirt?" <laughs> that was the that was the question. I was just like, I when I was asking you it. I couldn't think of anything <laughs> remotely comparable to being a baby. <laughs> so I was like, eat, eating a t-shirt seems hard. So what would you rather do? Eating a t-shirt I seems would rather, hard? I would still <laughs> On this episode of Men Meets Food. I think I'd rather be a t-shirt because I don't want to have to do all that again. But you want to be, being a t-shirt is not an option. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's eating. I'd rather eat a t-shirt. Be a t-shirt's the worst one. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) That's the question. In Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) Yep. When they all become human again. Yeah. Where's the furniture? Where is the furniture? No, they did. Are they are there a bunch of dead people? There's a there's a plot hole. Wait, what do you mean? So, okay. The spell gets cast. Okay. A spell is cast. <laughs> Cedar, right. sandalwood, and pine. Right? Okay, so then we get like the, the Lumiere's, the Cogsworths, right? We, they all turn. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Potts. Mrs. Potts. Chip. So when the spell is undone, they return to human form. Do we not have furniture? Like, did they morph into objects or did they, did their souls get trapped, get trapped in objects and then their human bodies are somewhere in the house? Okay. So what I think is, isn't there like part of the house that we can't go in? The, the wing, what's it called? The East wing, the East wing. What if it's just like all the actual furniture is in like stored in the East wing? It's got like a bunch of, you know. Burlaps so you on think that, that these, not burlaps, you campuses. Think that these little and those people you turned think into moved. Lumi, 
you think that they moved themselves into the east wing and covered it up? No, I think that the furniture was moved by the beast and the alive people furniture <laughs> to storage. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Who? 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 The beast. Who? Who helped him? I I don't know if I'm going to recover from this. (laughs) Who helped the beast? (laughs) The the furniture. (laughs) The furniture. (laughs) Moved the furniture. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. option is <laughs> that their bodies disappeared and their uh, and their nope. souls entered a cup a, a dish their uh, bodies can't disappear what's magic you bitch no, because matter can't be <laughs> you're such a bitch but when we touch she doesn't shut her at my paw <laughs> like didn't they ever think that we would look this deeply into the plot holes of Beauty and the Beast. Um, they, if they all know anything about millennials, yes, they do. Why did they make us like this? They made us like this. You know what they did? They gave us games like Ask Xandar, and now we're <laughs> fucking whacked. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Is do you right. remember the game Leisure Suit Larry? No. Oh, I played so many of these fucking games. Is Leisure Suit Larry... Oh, these are computer games. Yes, I do. I know what you're talking about. Did you ever play Treasure Math Storm? No. It was to do math. Yeah, those were like school ones. Yeah, we had a bunch of school ones because we're real fucking fun in my house. You're so funny. No, I'm just kidding. We just like love to learn. Yeah, you definitely got like the Encyclopedia (laughs) Brown ones. No, we liked... Yeah, we had that. And we had Carmen Sandiego. Um, We did Amazon Trail. Not the Oregon. Not the Oregon. Well, because Amazon was like the next one, and we had to get some sort it of was medicine. Sequel. Yeah, there was Oregon Trail and Amazon Trail. Oh, so I don't think I knew that. It, Amazon Trail was hard to beat. It was tough to beat. Was it harder than Oregon Trail? I think so. Different. Different. Was it upgraded graphics? Well, yeah, because like the way that I played the Oregon Trail was on a one of those big black discs that were like literally floppy. What oh are, yeah, yeah. What are those called? floppy disks floppies and they, they were floppy and that's a hard disk right wait a second you know why i'm getting fucking pissed off right now huh. because we just watched the to catch a killer on netflix about btk yeah. and they were referring to a hard disk and calling it a floppy disk and i was like that is that a floppy disk that's I a mean, hard disk no, uh, i i do think because like the floppy ones were literally no, floppy. I, yeah i do recall and they were like four by four they were like magazines they were huge yeah and you had to like slide it in and had to click it was like click Mm. and then it was like and then like just like have that at a store for millennials oh if i could just get the mouthfeel of just clicking that into place again i think i would just like transcend to the next level totally my soul journey would be complete the perfect vibration it is it's like the vianetta cut in the commercial but something else for the technical something for the school year but like Machine made. Machine. Mm-hmm. And 
then you would just like kind of like hit the arrow keys while you like forded, mm. fjorded a river or whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> never, ever ford the river. And that's just on period. Oh, really? I feel like if you gotta, first of all, you have to see how big the river is. If it's a big river, I'm sorry, you're going to have to pay for somebody to bring you across. Oh, shit. You got to have it like that. Because you're going to lose at least 13 oxen. <laughs> Potentially we, a daughter. We, we don't have that kind of inventory. No. I mean, you, God, you're on the Oregon Trail. You had like livestock in there. So is the Oregon Trail like, are we moving? Is our whole community moving? Is it like, when, is it about Mormons? What is it is? Is it? I thought it was about. I don't even know. Cause like in what? Elena, can you believe that I don't even know what the Oregon Trail is about? Is oh it yeah, the, I have is no it the gold clue. rush? <laughs> Lewis and Clark. Louis. <laughs> Lewis and Clark. <laughs> I have to look it up. Oh my god. What is the or? Guys, you might the have only to, thing I know Elena, about this the Mormonism too is from Real Housewives. No, of they Salt went Lake to City. Salt Lake City. They didn't go to Oregon. Did they go through Oregon? Why would they go through Oregon to I don't the know middle? Where did they go go from? I I imagine everyone comes from the East Coast yeah. side because they're coming from Europe. Ever heard of it? <laughs> okay, the Oregon Trail, and I say no, I say Oregon like I'm from Massachusetts. How do you say? I think you're supposed to say Oregon, right? Yeah, I say Oregon. Because I'm don't know what I'm doing. I, I had to learn how to say Nevada. What did you say? Is it Nevada? People say both. How many states are there? Fifty. So they say there was fifty-one states when we were growing up, and that is look it up. That is a what is it? The Mandela effect. Mandela effect. I've never had that one before. I don't know. I don't know that one. My apologies. There's a brief memory that I have where there were different states, and that's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> Here's what the actual Oregon Trail is. It is a 2,170 mile east-west large wheeled wagon route and immigrant immigrant trail in the United States that connected the Missouri River to valleys in Oregon. That's a fucking long trail so to what, be in a wagon. What? Yeah. So it was like a what a, time period? Um, it was established in the 1830s by mountain men of fur trade, and then was widely publicized by 1843. It was, like, laid by fur traders and trappers. So, like, this, like, big trail. Wow. And then people kind of, like, used it to emigrate. Interesting. And it was apparently very rough. I mean, yeah, we, we know. We've done it. Because we lost a lot of people I've on those rivers. I've done it myself. Rivers. I've done it myself several times. <laughs> back so, in my day. Let me tell you what the Amazon Trail was. I know it was, like, on the Amazon Trail, you actually go back a in time. A young Jeff Bezos only has $300,000. Like, what should he do with it? <laughs> um, you travel Conquer back. Conquer Mars? You travel back in time, I remember. And you have to, t you talk to a tiger who's Wait, like, what? The, really? you talk to like a black panther that's like the spirit of like an ancient tribe or god uh -huh. or something. And it you have to bring me a medicine to like an ancient tribe at like the foot of the Wow, it sounds so much cooler than Oregon River. Trail. You know what? Let's see if I remembered it correctly. Let me see what it's about. <laughs> it was inspired by the Oregon Trail, okay? Okay. I, In yeah. this 2D adventure, <laughs> hold on to your hats. The player is asked to set out on a journey up the Amazon, hoping to make it to the lost Inca village of Vilcambaba. Ooh, I remember that. Vilcambaba. Nice. Nice. Along the way, the player learns about the people who live on and use the river for their survival. The Amazon Trail is known for being significantly more difficult. I told you, it was hot. Yeah. Than its predecessors. 
I never played this one. That's why I didn't know. Oh, my God. I like have to go find it. So here's the plot. During the opening sequence, a short animation displays a person asleep in a bed. Coincidentally, in Peru, Indiana, he, she is visited by. Yes, he, she is visited during a dream by a jaguar who calls himself the Jaguar of the Inca King. I am the Jaguar. You remembered it so well. Yes. The Jaguar explains that the Inca people are endangered by malaria and European explorers. Oh, we got to go save them. So they were telling us back then already. Yeah. See, this is why we're like this. And the player will be taken back in time in order to search for the King Chona (gasps) and deliver it to the king. I think it's like a medicine. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. The Jaguar from the dream appears throughout the game as a hazy vision, running off a checklist of items desired by the Inca King. Wow. And offering various gloomy sentiments about the rainforest in general. (laughs) (laughs) What's this anti rainforest campaign? I don't know. (laughs) And you like see people in it like um, Henry Ford, Theodore Roosevelt. There's like the, the Jaguar be like. The rainforest is messy, gross. <laughs> <laughs> like, the rainforest has a low lying. <laughs> Look, it's Henry Ford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here in the Amazon? I'm getting rubber for my tires. <laughs> I'm knocking down this whole thing. Right. For my rubber, for my tires. Right. Exactly. And now here we are. My God. I'm getting resources. Yeah. Get out of here. And we have to go. We had to get out of bed. We were in elementary school. Uh-huh. And we had to go and save the Inca people from the European from the settlers. Internet. And then they wonder why we're upset. I know. You taught us what happened for some of this stuff. This is why they're trying to not teach it anymore. <laughs> they're like, guys, we can't <laughs> yeah, teach. We, fucked up. we can't teach these kids yeah. anything. <laughs> I know, right? Because now I'm like, they're outsmarting us. My capitalist, animalistic self is not at peace with my soul. Right. Okay, wait, wait. So we're supposed to play a game of Would You Rather. Right. That was such a digression. I know. We used to play a version of this when I was younger. Um, We would call the gross out game. Okay. Where we would like, it would be like only gross things. Like, would you rather like eat someone's... Poop gross or yeah like there's like so many ways to do it because it's like there's the would you rather of like who would you rather have sex with yeah um which Let's i do just, that one you, should we just go for you it you know what i like to do also is like a fuck mary kill okay would you rather have to wear the same clothes for the rest of your life like a uniform like you could have new of it uh-huh but it's the same exact outfit like a steve jobs you have you have to wear the same outfit for the rest of your life uh-huh or every time you poop, you have to taste a tiny bit of it. Just like a finger in it and you have to taste it. Same outfit. <laughs> no question. I actually like kind of like that. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah. It, it simplifies things. What would it be, though? <clears throat> you, would, you would get to pick it, I guess. Hmm. Can I wear something different to like sleep and stuff? Or do I have to take that into account? No, you have to wear the same pajamas like- every night. And like in the day as well. Like all everything you have is duplicates. Same undies, same everything, same wow. socks. That sounds kind of nice. Yeah. We'll see. There you go. Well, I guess it wasn't that hard. Let me let me do some reorganizing. <laughs> Nothing sparks joy. <laughs> <laughs> do you have one for me? Would you rather <clears throat> be married to Elon Musk and have to have sex with him? <clears throat> or not know, like have there be a 75% chance of shitting your pants every time you fart. 
I'd rather shit my pants. 100%. That's so funny. Because he's a billionaire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought about, like, I could marry him and, like, funnel money out and, like, do things with it that could help. But he's too smart for that. And I don't feel like he smells good at all. I don't want to be here. They all have bad breath, don't they? He's not for me. I just can't. Obviously. (laughs) I just can't be bought like that. Good for you. I'll shit my pants. And that's honestly what my life is like anyways. And that's on period. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me do one more. Would you rather. Oh, you got another one for me right away. Okay. Would you rather peg Lin-Manuel Miranda or eat a tiny piece of Molly's poop every time it comes out? Every time? Every time she poops. I don't like this question. <laughs> I just like don't even like the idea of, of of having to. I don't want to do either. <laughs> I don't even like. I don't even like the concept. Okay. It feels so. You're gonna be a t-shirt. I would rather be a t-shirt. Um, would you rather have sex with Thomas Maypole Cruz, Tom Cream, or Bradley Pitt? Are we talking about? In interview with a vampire or as human men? Now. Now in their current state. Current state. Bradley Pitt. Okay. No question. He's more your type. I mean, as much as I love like a menacing uh, Scientologist <laughs> with a tooth in the center of his face. No, I'm going to go for Bradley. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the right choice. I heard he went through. A, my- yeah, I heard that um, Brad Pitt had a smelly phase, though. You know what? At that point, I'll Who, just risk it. Everyone smells nasty to me. You think Tom Cream smells good? No. I bet he smells like formaldehyde. Yeah, that makes sense to me. 100%. Also, he wouldn't have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might see a little Nicole in my height. Yeah. I need Nicole to write a tell-all so I badly. I need Nicole to write a tell-all. I'll pay her $500 billion dollars. In Bitcoin. Well, what she does is she just keeps herself so busy that she, no one has a chance to ask her. Right. So she's like, what was going on? She's like, I'm doing another movie. Yeah. <laughs> I play a therapist. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Here's a really funny question, kind of in the same vein of a would you rather, which okay. I felt like we were like really bad at. Sorry, everyone. I don't. I'm out of practice. I mean, the my, literally our memory of would you rather is me saying the most preposterous, stupid would you rather of all time. I know. I think it's good to put some boundaries on it. Would you rather? Yeah. You know? Yeah, because you don't want to say something that's like, you know. Or it's like, do you want to keep it to like hooking up or you know right. what I mean? It's like that it's kind a of little stuff. hard. All right. But listen to this one. If you had a time machine to use for sex reasons only, <laughs> who are you going for? Mine is 1978 Chevy Chase. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just like oh, that's incredible. Seventy percent bald Chevy Chase. I have to look up what 1978 Chevy Chase looks like. That is so specific. Yeah, I mean, is that like classic Vegas or not Vegas Christmas Vacation? Yeah, or is that like earlier SNL? Um, I'm checking him out. Isn't he like a dick? Yeah. Okay, he's giving us like All a right. Studio 54 look. Guys don't really look like that anymore, do they? No, they don't. He has a lot of face. That um, butt okay, chin. so like to do this. Uh, Obviously, we're just going to pretend that we live in a vacuum and we don't exist to each other and go ahead and go I mean, on a, come, let's, let's just go on a, um, is yours David Bowie? No, it's not. You don't feel sexual about him. I, I do, but I don't. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, it's, oh, uh, I don't know. I don't care about that. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you like who I liked at whatever time, but like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not like itching You're to go back. You're not raring to go. 
I, there's no one like that I f- mm-hmm. particularly think is like, um, you know, like I think that like Michelle Pfeiffer and Wishes of Eastwick is like beautiful. Oh, wow. That's a nice choice. OK, I have like a really simple one. Mm-hmm. Romeo plus Juliet, Leonardo DiCaprio. Nice. That's, I mean, in very recent times, we're sticking to. That's it's specifically I'm specifically going for that. I can go mm-hmm. further back in time. You like um Tim Curry and Rocky Horror. I love Tim. Young Tim Curry. Yep. Could get it. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Like Rocky Horror. Horror. You, horror. Know, you guys know I can't say. The Rocky word. Horror. horror. Uh, era. Wow. That word's horror. hard too. The Rocky Horror Era. <laughs> it's hard too because like everyone looks so ridiculous at those times. Yeah. Like the styling was not doing anyone any favors. Right. So like I'm sticking to the 90s. You're going to go with the 90s? Like Liv Tyler and Empire Records. Liv Tyler. Oh my Gorgeous. God. Yep. Oh my God. Um, you know who else was wicked cute? Yeah, River Phoenix. Sure, rest in peace. How about Keanu? Oh my God! Wait, I, but Keanu, I don't need a time machine. For I know, that. right? Anytime he like is one. Um, right. Remember Claire Forlani? Yes. What happened to her? To know she had the gift of that voice. Claire she Forlani. Like, yeah. yeah, she was like um movie Fiona Apple. Oh, I love that. Where did she go? Where did comment, she go? Comment below, Claire. Comment below. Where you at? Uh, do you have any other time machine um, sex capades that you want to do? Um, I want to go to the future to hook up with Jocelyn. Oh, Alina. <laughs> that's so nice. <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Let me do another question. That's that is really funny. I love that this person just like specifically was like, listen, I got to tell you about my 1978 championship. Yeah, not 79. Specifically. No, I love that. Yeah. No, that's a thing. There's like a passing moment where you're just like, hmm. For that one window of time Mm -hmm. one could get. Mm -hmm. Also, here's something about me, about my sexuality. I really actually can't imagine myself actually having sex with people without knowing them that well. Yeah. I'm like one of those people that kind of need to know you. You and can't it, get it up for just physical. No, I just like need to know more. Yeah. And that's I'll just leave that on. Yeah, I get that. I just like I'm like, mm, yeah, but do I are you fun? You have to like someone. I do. It's not really necessarily about looks for me, which is hilarious because I married the hottest person I met. So You're so funny. Jocelyn only likes my personality. That's <laughs> like so f- <laughs> you're literally gorgeous, but Oh my god, thing. You don't need to be. I'm glad you are. <laughs> You're a sight for stories. All right. <clears throat> Thoughts on the current season of Drag Race? Which one? Which one? <laughs> Let's do both. Right. Let's start with um, UK versus the world. Get that. Oy, out. Let's oy, get that out oy. of the way. Okay, spoilers ahead. We, actually, we have not watched the one that's on tonight. Oh, we're going to probably have it's to go watch game, that. So we have to go watch that. Oh, my God. But oy, oy, oy. First of all, why is Bag of Chips being an absolute brat? Oh, God. An absolute diva. I, I I think Baga is being weird. Yeah. She's on some shit. Yeah. And I read that her behavior is like not great in terms of like shows and stuff. Right. That she's like kind of maybe having problems like with drinking or something. She's like drunk and not showing up. I'm, I don't know. No, I'm she'll, no, she'll show rumors. Up. She apparently she will like show up late to a gig and then um, she shows up intoxicated mm-hmm. and then also like bragging about like however many tickets they, or that they're famous or whatever. Oh, okay. Like, she's, like, n- obnoxious. Oh, okay. You know what, Baga? I've had a... Like, stop. I know. I don't... The, diva, the, diva behavior is not cute. Yeah. Um, But who else is even on this? I. You know what? I wasn't a big Jimbo fan. Yeah. 
Jimbo like rubs me the wrong there, way. Okay. This is like a bit of a nuance here. Yeah. And the, okay, in general, if you look at drag as a whole, you could you could be like, well, I, it, there's some misogynistic under overtones, you right. know, f- fishy, this and that. Yeah. For the most the part, the act of drag in and of itself is could be potentially, considered. depending on how you're doing it. Right. And like, I feel like we don't see that that much anymore because we see people that are gender fluid, transgender. They they're in in tune with their feminine and masculine sides, yeah. and there's there's no sense of like a a woman costume and like making fun of a woman yeah. type thing. Oh, women are like this. Like women are like, oh, look at me. Like there's none of that. Yeah. It's very much like expressing their a side of themselves. Right. And that I love. And I, that's why I love Drag Race so mm-hmm. much. But there was a part of Jimbo's drag where it felt like he was dressing up like a lady clown and like a yeah. little like, like I didn't, I don't know you guys. Like it reminded me, you know, those porn stars, the cock destroyers. Yes. It reminded me of like, that like but not in a way not where fun, it was a, fun yeah not in like a complimentary way and but in like if, a belittling way yes it felt bel- I, and like this is just like i don't know jimbo i didn't actually watch his season on canada we watched some of it and but like i, I don't remember him honestly i didn't like some of the he's like something's weird. there's something's, something's off something's wrong you guys even with how he handles eliminations something's and like the lip behind like, the eyes some, that first slim sync he did where he was like falling all over that was so weird and, uh, he, I, when I watched it, I was like, he's throwing this, right? And then he, like, said he was. It was just, like, I don't like. He does make me laugh sometimes. But, like, overall, he gives me bad vibes. Like, he's, I can't, he can't be trusted. Right. Which he showed. Yeah. And then when Pangina sent him home <gasps> for Jujubee. That was right. First of all, Pangina is Pangina's, so great. Pangina is my number one. Unbelievable Pangina is my number one. She's so her, first phenomenal. First of all, her Daywalker outfits Oh, she looks absolutely perfect impeccable. all the time. My, Mo has been cute. Uh, don't even get me started on Mo. Don't get me started on the the look that stopped me in my tracks, which yeah. was oh my, the Butch Queen look. Oh, maybe my Mo favorite Hart look did. ever of all time. On it Drag was Race. top top looks of all time. The walk, the walk, the crotch. I love Mo Hart. She like, the swag. Just like hearing them talk in their the voice in the workroom, just like brings me so much joy. Brings me joy. Oh, I I just like I love having them on TV. Me too. And I love GGB always and forever, but she is going to need to step it the flunk up. Yeah, like what the fuck is going on with GGB? I don't know. She's Something her, about there not being a, a, a monetary prize, maybe. Like maybe. why even spend money on this you shit, know what? which I understand. Fair enough. Uh, Cheryl Canning. Oh, yeah. Cheryl Canning. Yep. Uh, it, Any explanation on that or just should we just leave it? Google it. Yep. Oh, you know what? There's an advice question. Oh, Wait, she, no. Didn't, that's regular. Right. Okay, so let's tackle... Season 14, was it? Is this season 14? Yeah, spoilers ahead. Yep. Um, what, what are your thoughts? I love Willow Pill. Yeah. I'm just, I like Willow Pill a lot. I've actually honestly thought that she should have won like a bunch of these episodes that she didn't, which she's been safe for. Yeah. And like, she's not even like top two or three, which I'm like, this is not true. Here's what I think is happening. Okay. I think RuPaul has decided that Willow Pill is going to win. Well, because RuPaul did the thing. Like one or two. RuPaul said, called Willow Pill a superstar. Yeah. And the last time RuPaul did that was to Simone. And right. Simone won. And you can just tell. Like, RuPaul has not said those things. Like, she doesn't, like, throw that around. No. And Willow Pill could have won every she challenge, is, I think. I just love her. And I think he's literally just, like doing the Simone where you can't just like give it every time. Right, otherwise it'd be boring as hell. And then in the end she'll take it. I like. And then she will be our first disabled queen. Right. 
Um, I also love An- Angeria. I love Angeria. I love Angeria. I loved cornbread, but of last, yep. she mm. got an injury. It's not her time for us. But that's fine. She'll come back. I hope. Um, but I She's like star. my top two are Willow and Angeria. And like, that's kind of where I'm at. I think Miss Camden got some points for me last week. Yeah, but it's not consistent enough. Yeah, it's not. It's and there's a taste level thing that it's not quite there for me. Yeah. The rest of them, I'm like, they're they're okay. Bosco's got some moments. They're, uh. Yeah. I'm not seeing the Bosco thing. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gagging over her the way everyone else is. No. Uh, I, I'm not seeing these like great acting moments and shit. Like, I don't right. get it. I like what's her name? Carrie Colby. I love Carrie I Colby. Love, I like love I just Carrie like love Colby. having Carrie Colby on TV. Yeah. With that bob. She's so funny. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Carrie. I mean, it's just we had a really touching moment with Jasmine and Untalked. Oh. Who came out as trans Jasmine in the last episode Kennedy. of Un- I mean, there's been it's a cute group of kids. They're always cute. They're cute now. They're, they're like cute. very touching. There's it is. When you see like that community come together, I feel yeah. like people just like get they understand each other. It's just nice. It's such a different vibe than it used to be. Right? It's just so funny. I know. We don't get bitch time from Chicago anymore. No, we don't. I guess, um, you know who gave it to us? Candy Muse and Tamisha Amon. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. That was like one of the last great heavy hitting dramas. I loved it. There was a, a little bit of the f- kind of fake drama right before. With Maddie? Maddie Morphosis went home. That was literally just like a miscommunication. I think it was. <laughs> that was like an ADHD Jasmine miscommunication. was like, I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <And> okay. <laughs> You do that. Right. Um, um, shall we discuss the Maddie Morphosis level? I think we talked about it. The straight queen. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think can, uh, she bowed out at the right time. Yeah. I, I, it was getting hard to watch. Yeah. Um, good Good for him. Good for her. And that's, you know, good for her. And that's and that's that. And I like to see a community that's truly open and accepting. And it's nice to see. It is nice to see. Yep. Would you like to do a little advice question, Alina? I will, oh, my God. Okay. Any advice for dealing with passive aggressive behavior, particularly in the workplace? Call it out. Call it out. I not, not like not be like, like you're that. being passive aggressive. I literally just like, be like, when you say this, are you saying this or are you saying this? Yeah. Because like sometimes people, um, God, it's hard to know because the context will definitely really help. But mm-hmm. passive aggressive behavior is basically an act of hostility. Yeah. This is like true it's because they're saying i don't trust you to have a reaction so i like i'm gonna manipulate you right and it's best to fight passive aggression with just honesty Uh uh-huh um tact though is required tact is required here because you don't want to i feel like it's never good to if you have to work with somebody it's never good to like create more division at the end of the day you're on the same team right you work together Unless you're competing. Unless you're enemies. You, which you could be at salespeople and then you... But yeah. In which case. Which case, the gloves are off. Yeah. Let's um, play some chess. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but like ultimately we all work for the same company in this situation. So if you need to be able to communicate with them, I think it's good to say, hey, um, I understand things better when you're when it's more direct. It helps me mm-hmm. to you know, get things done better or this and that. And just basically like tell people how to communicate with you. What about what if it's like insults though? What if it's like passive aggressive like insults? Do you know what I mean? Go to HR like, if you yeah. have it. Cause like I feel like in workplaces there there can be like especially yes. if there's like a generational gap. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like boomers can be pretty passive aggressive with like younger people. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, oh, well, I guess they didn't teach you this in high school or whatever. You know, like that's I mean of it shit. can happen at all at all. But like how do you yes. deal with like that kind of shit? I think, again, um, communicating 
how you feel. Right. I think if you have HR, it's always good to sort of have things because you just don't want to like take things into your own hands and have things get misconstrued and you look like you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm always concerned about you don't want to get yourself in trouble. But if it's something that's like really bothersome, you I think you can just call it out. Well, just, like, I don't even know. like ro- even if like is it is it bad to be almost like robotic about it? No, I think that that's good. Yeah, I think it's like work, take out all emotion from right and then just be like, this is what I right need. When, this is right. I need you to not do that. Or like when you say this, this is what I'm hearing. Yeah. And that makes me me not sure what to do or it's hard. Or it makes it, me feel not appreciated or I don't know. It's hard because we don't know the context. Yeah. I really do think the best way, though, to deal with any passive aggression is to be not passive aggressive. Totally. Or if it's something that doesn't like affect how you get your work done, like if it's just somebody making comments or this and that, just ignore them. Yeah. Like who cares? Just I would just be like, please don't bother me. And when I'm working, I need to be able to focus. Yeah. You have the right to put up whatever boundaries that's the thing that too. you want. That I think that's like the main thing is. In any situation, you deserve to be treated the way that you want to be treated. You uh-huh. can put up whatever boundaries you need to put up. And if it's not working, don't be afraid to make changes and to speak up for yourself and mm-hmm. be a squeaky wheel. Yeah. Because I think that's like a huge thing is people think they have to like suffer in a situation and then all of a sudden something will change. And you're like, wow, if I had just changed this, it would have been so much easier. Yeah. We get like beholden to like our daily routine and we need to be open to creating new pathways for ourselves you know, we are all going to work together. Let's like work nicely together. I, that person's obviously very sad and dealing with things that they has obviously a, has a poor communication style, has a poor communication style. And if they're being passive and nasty, they're taking something out on you. It's like their problems. Yeah, like, you know, as June Diane always says, June Diane Raphael, mm-hmm. the actor, mm-hmm. don't take it on. Don't take it on. It's not it doesn't it doesn't mean anything about you. That's the thing about when people are being passive aggressive, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, that's a them thing. That is a them thing. And in any situation like this, you are allowed to tell people how to speak to you, mm-hmm. how to communicate with you. Oh, when you when you write me emails like this, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Like literally play dumb almost. Or like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Exactly. Like, oh, Elena, say something, <laughs> something passive aggressive to me. Oh, my God. I like can't even do it. Um. I'm going to do the dishes now because nobody did them yesterday. Okay. Are you saying that you're upset that nobody did them yesterday? No. It sounds like you're <laughs> upset. Next time, um, if you want them done, just please let me know and I'd be happy to help you. <laughs> Thank you. See? <laughs> she was such a bitch. Was that passive aggressive? Yeah. Okay, cool. It was perfectly passive aggressive. You know what, Elena? I'm going to go and do the emails because nobody else does them. Do you want me to help you do those emails? No, it's fine. I got it. Another way that another, <laughs> thing, another thing that you can do is just take everything that they say at face value and make that a rule. See, that's my thing is like, if I don't know any better, I'm not a mind reader and I'm going to say whatever you say to me, I'm going to take right. it is what you say. So like, okay. <laughs> like if someone's like, I'm going to go do it and just be like, go right ahead. Okay. That's that true. Was always an option. Because then they learn that that um, communication style doesn't get them what they want. Right. So either that, it's, it also is like baiting, like right. being passive aggressive is baiting. So those are that those are a couple. Here are a couple of scenarios that you can take back to the office <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and see how it goes. I would actually that let me you know. Will. will you follow back up with us and let us know details about it too? Because we'd love to have a follow up and know kind of like what happened. Yeah. And thank you for that. I need I need a part two. I need a part two as well. What's your favorite flower? One, mm-hmm. two, 
three peonies. They're the best. Have you seen a more gorgeous flare within a peony? The big bulbous peony. They are. We had peonies in our wedding flowers, and we love peonies. Yeah, they're just so gorgeous and girthful. They're just like juicy daddies. They're big juicy bulby daddies. <laughs> they're beautiful. That's that's just my favorite flower. Um, my favorite flower for smell. Ooh, I can I guess? One, two, three. Neroli. Neroli blossoms. This is my orange blossom peony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's just definitive right there. You know what my favorite flower is for roses? Tell me benipes. For smell? It's roses. Is it roses? <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in. Keep that. That's fucking good. Someone said future deep dive request Angelica Houston. Yes. Oh yeah. Not even a question. That'll happen. Oh my god, yeah. Um, okay, grocery stores, favorite niche things in and around. Does that, oh, like grocery stores, like favorite niche things in grocery stores? Oh, favorite niche things in a grocery store? I think that she got cut off. So what do you think? It, what do you think the question is? I think favorite, I'm going to say favorite, like random things that, in grocery stores that you get. Boy, do I have some answers for yeah, you. Yeah, let's do that. We added some to the list. We have boots on the ground. That okay. is maybe the number one she's the stephen hawking of groceries uh-huh carol carol our friend megan's mother carol knows everything good to get at the grocery store yes she does so we have been told about effie's biscuits effie's biscuits are usually you can find them like either in your cracker section mm-hmm. or like a specialty cheese and cracker uh-huh. session section they're, they're kind of like a a, a short bready oaty biscuit it's like kind of like honeyish and buttery oh. but not hefty like not like a shortbread like fully like it's the perfect like if you put that with like a piece of manchego and a drizzle of oh like my, honey on it truffle honey goodbye oh my god look out for it it's got it's, it's a called sleeve it's orange and Essie's? yellow effie effie e-f-f-i-e it's oh so good god. i think they have flavors too they do but i would stick with the original the oat. original is the best and then what's that other cracker the other cracker that carol recommended to us that she can do no wrong. No, this she's woman. very good at grocery stores. Milton's crackers. It's a round, a good size cracker mm-hmm. so that you can actually get the toppings on it that you want. Right. Has and a good it, crack. It's it's not as buttery as a Ritz, which can feel too much. Mm-hmm. It's in between like a drier saltine like or a water a cracker. Yeah. A cars, yep. And a Ritz. It's just in the middle. Yeah. And it's the perfect mouthfeel butteriness the perfect saltiness Mm -hmm. it's a pink sleeve it doesn't look out for the pink sleeve sleeve. it doesn't compete with the topping it complements so delicious yep we must always have it in the house that's a really good one um another really good thing that she taught me about was what tuna to get oh my god tonino tonino's tuna it comes in the jar with the olive oil yes there's different flavors there's like a jalapeno it's a little pricey but it really makes it it's a big difference this is the kind of tuna that you know how you get tuna from a can sometimes you're like let me make it into a tuna salad before i can like look at it this is the kind of tuna that you can eat from the jar yeah oh yeah it's they sell it at like italian grocery stores like that's how good it is they have it at regular grocery stores but also specialty grocery stores so So good what? You know what else that I have discovered recently myself mm. that I love? Mm. Quattratinis. Quattratini. The little uh, wafer The little cookies. tiny wafers that come in the bag. I love the vanilla flavor. Four layers. In the blue bag. Delicious. It's delicious. 
okay, you ready for the, like, if you're a sandwich person, mm. the best thing ever, Boar's Head Pepper House Gourmets. Yeah. It is a mayo, mustard, peppercorn. Surprise. Aioli. Delight. It makes the sandwich so delicious. Yeah. I mi- We mix it with mayo because like it is a powerful I sauce, do like if I condiment. do one side of the bread mayo, one side of the bread gourmets. Well, as the woman who makes your sandwiches. You know what? Elena you. makes most of my sandwiches. It's funny because I used to make the sandwiches and now you make I, the sandwiches. We actually even had a song. Do you want to, should I sing it to you? Yes. You're the best around. No one ever going to make me sandwiches. I'm the best around. No, no, no one, one ever going to make me sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> so do with that what you will. Yeah, so, if anyone uh, wants to know what marriage is like, it's literally doing that kind of shit. Singing the best sandwiches. Yeah, you do the dumbest things and um, it's the best. But yeah, as uh, the the person who sometimes I will go out on the weekend morning mm-hmm. and gather all the materials to for come home and make a, a delicious self for my sandwich wife, I'd like to for my bride fucking eat. Yes, for my bride, <laughs> um, a sandwich that you would like to fucking eat. Yeah, yeah, and it involves a hero, mm-hmm. boys head honey turkey shaped. I like shaved meat, gourmets, provolone, provolone, gourmets, mm-hmm. mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Then I get some shreddis mm-hmm. and I get the boar's head olive oil and vinegar vinegar mix. Shake that up. And I in a separate bowl, I mix that with the shreddis to make a light salad. Like a salad, you guys. And then I put that on the sandwich. I have a salad in the sandwich. She Is loves that it. the best thing you've ever heard? It keeps her happy. It makes me so I love a dank sandwichy. Yeah. And then you know what she does? She wraps up half for later and she eats it. Yeah. Oh my God. I just realized I have half a bagel from earlier. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone said moving. Yes, we're moving our warehouse. Yeah, that's and my favorite Kate Bush song. <laughs> moving. <Yeah. laughs> yes. So we are switching fulfillment centers, which is why we've had, you've seen on our website, we're shipping, I think starting tomorrow, everything's going to go out. So exciting. And the part that's so great about this is we now have the capability of shipping our matches and lighters and things like that yeah. again. So exciting. So it's, we have lots of fun stuff coming. Our matches are already back on the site and we have more things that are literally on the way. Let and me remind you guys too that our wand matches are the only matches that fit the tall votive candles. Yes, we, we made them to solve the problem of them. And they're so fun to and use. And then they became the best matches of the world. They really are so fun to use. They're just like, why not? It's like such right. a fun little luxury. It's literally, no, but like once you have them, you're like, it's the only match that fits all the way down, even in like some other like deeper candles too. Yeah. It, like you can burn but your little thingies. But regardless of that, it makes you feel like you're fancy. It's like a wall. Oh, like you're literally Lighting like, it is literally like an ASMR experience. Yeah. You like straight along the length of this 11 inch box. That's like. Yeah. And it makes the most gorgeous like crackling flame. It is so much fun. Yeah, like the little tiny human inside of us. Yeah, that's like. That is fascinated by fire. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're the best. And they're just like, I, I love them. I, I was so sad when we had to discontinue them. And yeah. I'm just very glad they're back. And um, we have a lot of fun stuff that we've been working on. We yeah. have been so little busy, busy you guys. I don't think I've ever, honestly, not since packing ourselves during like black friday have we been this busy yeah it's we are have just been like going to bed late but like it just feels like we're building a lot of cool stuff there's a lot of a lot of stuff coming this mm-hmm. year 
Oh, this is so funny because we were just talking about this. What are some or were some of your favorite restaurants in New York City? I've been exploring new ones lately. Oh, my God. It's so funny because we were just we were literally just talking. About so this. we moved up to the Hudson Valley in 2020. Um, and of course, because we moved up during the pandemic, we haven't been going to a lot of restaurants. But recently we started going. We went to one. Yes. <laughs> and that was a big deal because we were doing just like lots of takeout and cooking at home. So we're still working on ones up here. But we were talking about what restaurants did we even like in the city? Mm. And we were talking with our friend who was also from the city. And we were just like, I don't even know. I know. You like, just, I don't remember the food, like, ever being... It's just, like, more going out places. Yeah. Like. It's... Sometimes you like a place just because, like, you like the vibe. Yeah. Um, And to be honest with you, I'm not necessarily that impressed by, like, very fancy food. Me too. Like, I think it can be really, really good, but it's often not worth... Worse, or it's often not worth, like, the experience is, like, kind of a lot of work. Right. Like, you could go make a reservation and put on cool you clothes. Yeah. And then it's, like, and $300. Then, and then you have to, like, get there. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, annoying. But yeah, this, that's the thing about the city is, like, going places is so annoying. And then you feel, like, judged the whole time. But, like, I loved, like, some, like, spots that we would always hit up that were, like, our spots that we yeah. really liked. Which are just, like, very humble um, but great restaurants. Like, we loved the Viand. Viand Cafe or Diner. Um, the one on the Upper West Side. Mm-hmm. Was we would go to the gym and then we would walk there and get and like get pancakes. epic breakfast. Yes, and we used to love like Max Soha, which is in right kind of near Columbia, which is really good Italian and so cute. There's like a lot of places on the Upper West Side we liked a lot. Yeah, we were like Upper West Side, What's West that, Harlem um, Chinese people. place that we liked. Dynasty. What dynasty was it? Han. Han Dynasty. Han Dynasty. On the Upper West Side really, really good. good. Um, um, I loved Maison Pickle. Thai not, Market. Thai Market. Mm. Up on the Upper West Side. Yeah, this is all like by Columbia. Yep, all Upper West Side stuff. When I was more of like an East Village, Lower East Side gal, mm-hmm. my favorite pizza was Rosario's. Uh-huh. Yes, very good pizza. Ooh, you know what else we love? Uh-huh. The Topo pizza. I love that the really top. Yeah. thin. What's that? Posto? Posto and Post- Topo. Yeah. But in terms of like New York City pizza, I loved it. And like I we love an artichoke pizza. Oh, there's always a time and a place yeah. for an artichoke pizza. For sure. There's like a billion restaurants that I've been to. I couldn't tell you a single one right now. I know. So my family used to own some restaurants in the city. And my we used to telephone bar and grill in the East Village was mm-hmm. our restaurant. And like I loved that place so much. What kind of food did they have? Or Just did like, you have? It was like an English <laughs> pub. Mm-hmm. What was style? your favorite thing? Um, I would get like the papadel with like mushroom and chicken. Oh, like, even like chicken quesadillas. That's it like was like so for you. Like, like Amity Hall type food, right. but like a little bit less like gastro pubby. Right. You know what I mean? Like fish and chips was like in newspaper. Did you eat a lot of your meals there? Oh my God. Yeah. It was like your family kitchen. Yeah. That we is had so Thanksgiving fun. there. That's fun. Yeah. How fun is just being like, let's go to the restaurant. Right. Now it's, um, the 13th step it makes me want to die because it's just like the bros yeah it's not what you guys were about and like across the street is a chase bank where the second avenue deli used to be it's painful it's so painful i love the second avenue deli too the matzo ball soup you love a matzo ball soup oh hell yeah yeah there's nothing like a good matzo ball. matzo ball soup uh we love like halal guys oh my god yes <laughs> Chicken over rice is yeah. my everything. So good. We found a place up by us that does it, and it's we. It's not close, but it's not that far. Yeah, it's in a gas station. But we, uh, it's wild, and we found it's delicious. It's like better than halal. Guys, no, it's honestly. like really good. So that's like our new favorite thing up here. 
But we, uh, you know, it's like the things that are like your neighborhood haunts that you just like get obsessed with. Yeah. And like that becomes like the the small places that like you don't think about. Like you're not going to say like the most fancy place that you went like once or twice. Like, yeah. I don't even remember like ever going like we would go to like Bar American occasionally. Yeah. Like if we were like had a fancy night out, we would like go to a nice yeah, restaurant. Yeah, but we've been and, to like, like all those places. Who and fucking I cares? Everyone's in Barbudo, Barbello, yeah, Barbudo. Right. They're all like it's delicious. Pepsi, Pepsi. It's delicious, but like yeah. you don't go there. They're not like your your regular places, like no. your haunts. Um, and for us, we just like really love to eat pancakes. And I liked Bubby's too. Like Bubby's was pretty fun. Like we would always like have like a place that we would go to like in a neighborhood. If we had to like meet someone in a yes. neighborhood, we would like have a place that we would You know like- what it is? It becomes triangulation between you right. and your friends. So we were up in yeah. Manhattan people and we had a lot of Brooklyn friends. So then there's like meeting points for like, oh, it's near this person's office. Right. Like, you end up like or finding. Like the L train. Right. You end up like finding places that are like convenient or like in your heat map not necessarily right, right, right. like we would go to bubby's to meet like our l train friends because it's like on the west side but off the l yes exactly wait what was that place that we were we had like a couple of really drunk happy hours into evenings there and it was like on the east side like by the bridge it's wind up oh my god you love this place okay this place you do- love it this doesn't place. exist anymore but it, it was-, was like it it was almost like an Alice in Wonderland. Like you open the door and it was there, but you close the door and it's gone. Like it literally, I think we went two or three times. Uh huh. And it was amazing. It felt like you were literally in Paris. Yeah. You went inside and you were in a different country. Nobody there was American. No, they all had like French accents. And you, everything was like small plates, and you just got lots of small plates and lots of like happy hour prosecco. Uh huh. And we got shmammy yeah. there. We would find a really good happy hour. We we were good at finding a good happy hour. That's true. Yeah. I think that we can't tell you what our favorite restaurant is because we've literally been, been drunk in every one. restaurant in Manhattan. Like literally every <laughs> single one of them. Every time I watch oh a show that's like in New York City, I'm like, have I been there? And it's usually yes. Yes. <laughs> I have had a glass of Prosecco in every square foot. Yeah. I've had Prosecco at Boxers. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. And that's not what they're known for. There was one time we were at a bo- at Boxers after having br- drunk brunch all day. We ordered a bottle of Prosecco and we w- started making Pedialyte mimosas yep. with it. Because yeah, we, did. we were, it was like four o'clock and we were like, we're going to beat the hangover uh-huh. by putting P. Pe- that might be one of the most genius yeah. and darkest moments. Yeah, that was, that, that was towards the end. <laughs> that was... <laughs> I was like, you know what? I can't do it. I know. When you're hungover at five o'clock and you got to order a Domino's. I know. Somehow I'm like less healthy now. <laughs> you are. That is not true. Right, my blood work is worse. That's just because For of age. For some that's reason. Just because of age. Don't mention it. <laughs> you ready for my icon of the week? Yeah. The London Fog Tea. I am obsessed with these Earl Grey lattes. Oh. I have been getting so caffeinated. It's just oh. basically just an Earl Grey tea with... Either cream or creamer or creamer, creamer. <laughs> almond milk, whatever you use with vanilla, like kind of frothed up. Uh-huh. It's the best thing in the world. I'm obsessed. So it's like a it's like an Earl Grey latte kind of. Yeah, that's what it is. Earl Grey latte. Oh, OK. And they just call it a London Fog. Yeah, because it's cute. Isn't that delicious? Yeah, it's so good. Do you have something like that? Do you have an icon of the week? OK, my icon of the week um, is your new keyboard. 
Oh my God, I love my new keyboard. I really enjoy how it sounds. It makes me feel like I'm in like a 90s car rental or like airport front, like a check-in desk. Right. If you saw the video that Elena recorded of me, I think it's on Reels, where I was picking out what style of click I wanted. Uh Uh-huh. On my keyboard. And there it's basically there's like switches underneath the key and they make different sounds. Uh Ultimately, I found it. I'm a brown. I like a brown switch. (laughs) And I do. I have been I've had this keyboard. It is like I'm in my the family room. And it looks like we we bought one that looks like um, from the 90s. It's from the 90s. Like it's beige. Like it's new, but it looks authentic. And it has like the accountant side buttons with the numbers with the enter. You know, I've been tapping the shit out of that enter button. Like the only thing that's missing is like fake nails and like a piece of gum that you're chewing. Like I want fake nails. And I also need the thing at the top of the keyboard that you slide the card in. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) And be like, are you going to use your points? Yeah. Oops, I put it in the wrong side. I need a I need a fresh set of pink and whites. Yeah. So I just have like a background ASMR while you're working. And you just listen to me hit the backspace button over and over again because I am Pretty the much. stupidest typer in the world. You have tiny little hands. I have to just recalibrate myself. It's slightly bigger than my other keyboard. So Should it's we just get you a baby keyboard? A Fisher Price? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I get the Little Miss CEO keyboard? <laughs> oh my God. Baby's first CEO keyboard. Little Miss keyboard. CEO is the toy that I am. Yeah, it is. That's so cute. <laughs> Do you come with like a little doggy? Oh my god, why a doggy? I, I mean, yes, I come with a little Molly. Yeah, like. A, Wait, do I have it in like my my executive purse? Yes. But it's also, oh my god, I love that. Wait, what's your doll? Who are you? I'm little Miss CEO. Um, hashtag girl boss. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um. Um. You're uh rad Ms. Skater. <laughs> hell yeah. M-I-Z? No, you're like skater, skater light. <laughs> like skater oh, something. Oh, with, with like a, my skates light up? Yeah. Cool. Little Miss stuck in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> little Miss, wow. Little, little Miss, Little Miss, no. Little Miss can't be right. Here, ready? You're Little Miss Brink. <laughs> I mean, that's like the real fantasy that I'm living. Brink, the Brink the fantasy. The Brink fantasy. I love that. Like nothing else, just that. Mine is, I just want the thing that Cher has for her closet and Clueless. How has no one invented that yet? No, it's like, you know what I mean? How hard is it? it like, how? Amy Heckerling gave us the prototype. I like, want that hard? software. Right? There and it should come on a floppy disk. And it should play honest. David Bowie when you do it. It should. You should have to put it in your key, your key uh, what it's called, your disk drive and it goes... Like what a, if you like got um like an attachment at the Apple store that plugs into your phone and it's like a floppy disk drive? That's preposterous. It's just weird <laughs> enough that it might work. It's going to work. <laughs> I mean, hit clips worked. Oh, hit clips. Hit clips is basically what is playing in my brain at any given moment. It's just yeah. a random selection of hit clips. Like 30 seconds of a song. Yeah. OK, let's um let's close out the podcast with the song that's in your head right now. Go. Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss can't be wrong. <laughs> Mine is, and it has been for a couple of days. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's definitely in the rotation all the time. Yeah, love for me is like a waterfall. That's always in my head. Yeah, it is. All right, well, guys, thanks for listening to this episode, and thanks for the, all the topics and questions. Yeah, we love them. And we love you guys so much, and we will see you in a couple weeks. Love you, bye. Love you, Candle Coven. Bye.